We back up in this thing. Uh, you know, a lot of people didn't think we could still do this shit. There's been a lot of stuff going on. They didn't think we could still do it. But God damn it, we still here. Hey, Ernest, Simo, Delay, Fool, we couldn't do it without you. Blair, we couldn't do it without you. Omar, no. we couldn't do it without you. The eight-year-old phenom, about to be nine. This nigga still out here producing shit. Hey, you don't need nobody, Blair. When, 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 hey, you've been doing stuff. Let, the, let them know. Um, <laughs> now, every morning, I get up. And then uh, it's sometimes. our, it's sometimes, it's our <laughs> job to make sure America's up and on point. And I don't be feeling like doing this shit all the time. No. That's why I brought my friend with me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, who we have here today, um, AMC, uh, a uh, personality, uh-huh. a real nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Television reality star. Not no more. Yeah. <laughs> she said not no more. It's almost like you want to say fuck Mona Scott yeah, on the back of that. I did. I, I, you know what? I had to join the fuck Mona Scott crew. I was like, the, the homies ain't feeling you, dog. Yeah, no. She almost, she tried to get me and Courtney to, to get on there. No, no, like, no, nah, no. We weren't going to get it. It's it, like selling your soul, kind of. Yeah, I, I, the, check wasn't, the check wasn't right. <laughs> but it, uh, she's, you've, you've heard her on lip service. Mm-hmm. The podcast, yes. the live shows, yes. the tour. Yes. Um, you hear every morning on the morning hustle. Yes. Low down. Let's go. I mean, what else you want me? I mean, you know, who's capping? Who's capping? I mean, segments on segments. And then, you know, when she got bars. And, <laughs> you know, I'm saying all this to say, um, when I bring somebody into the fold, to the 323 family, um, this is a, a, a up and coming 90, 96 bull inductee. We're going to go ahead and get her inducted. Let's go. Let's go. Where's my make ring? sure that all of the uh, 96 <laughs> bulls are, are in place for this induction ceremony. She's down to do Waited it. for my ring. She, that's right. She's ready to be inducted. <laughs> She's about to be an inductee 3 2 3 And uh, with the shits. L'Oreal, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? All right. So check this out. I'm excited too. Now, you uh, aside from lip service, you also do Bully in the Beast podcast. That's right. So, uh, what is the show about, if you don't mind? So, Bully and the Beast podcast is more of a comedy spin off of the two shows that both me and my co-host Wax are on. So, obviously, people know I'm on lip service, and we talk about sex and relationships. Okay. So, Ain't on, nobody mad at that. Yeah, nobody's mad at that. And Brilliant Idiots, they that's pretty obvious. Brilliant Idiots. Right. You know what I right. mean? Talk about a little bit of everything. But Wax was a character on there that stood out a lot. And um, Can you let the people know where you're from real quick? So me, yes. where I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Um, yeah. I was raised in Jersey. I lived everywhere. Miami, Atlanta, everywhere that's popping. LA, okay. I lived everywhere. Ain't wrong with that. Yeah, I like to, to travel and move around. So um, that's where I'm from. I started out singing i was a singer first oh wait see nigga hold on bro okay we're gonna get to that i didn't know that see, <laughs> yeah niggas, niggas got gifts that's yeah. what's happening talented yeah. so i started out singing um i was offered a deal when i was like in the seventh grade with epic and it was just a mess it was a disaster nigga yeah. uh, okay okay we, we, we get we see you see how we uncovering shit yes, to get to? Uncover we're we gonna, we gonna come back to that okay, okay. So and then um, I stopped I stopped singing because things just got really shady with the people that I was working with, and I actually started rapping because someone gave me the idea. Somebody I was in the industry was like, you know, you got a dope voice, you should rap. So the first rap, terrible. It was probably like eight eight pages long. I didn't know what a verse was. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> 
Nigga just writing <laughs> shit. I was just writing shit. I knew how to write poems. You know what I mean? Poet. And I would turn my songs, my, my, my singing poetry. songs. Okay. From the poetry. So that I was like, well, it got to be something similar. So I wrote all these pages and I let him hear it. And he was, it was actually Freaky Zeke from The Diplomats. Like, um, Freaky Zeke, right. hell real. <laughs> you know what's happening? This said, Jim Jones, yes. the capo, I'm telling capo you. status. And I was the biggest Cameron fan. So I was like, it would be an honor if you, you fucked with my shit. And when he heard it, he was like, that's trash. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, he Wait, Cam, like said, Cam, Cam said your shit was trash? No, Zeke. I didn't even get to the Cam <laughs> level. Was like, like, I was like, I didn't even make it there. No, I said, this shit's trash. Yeah, shit's garbage. Like, he told me, he was like, you could sing, but it'd be dope if you could rap. So he just told me, he was like, that ain't it. That ain't so, it. you know, I ended up uh, interning at labels, and I worked at Sony. Which, which labels had you worked? I worked at Sony, uh, Sony Urban Division. So that was the hip-hop. So I had Nas. We had Beyonce, we had Amorion, we had B2K before Amorion. Like it was, okay. it was, you know, so I was in the office every day with all different artists. And I used to battle people in the hall, like other interns and stuff like that. Anybody could get it. Yeah, anybody could get it. And I ended up getting on Life Jenna's remix to his song, Must Be Nice. It was a bunch of things I ended up getting with off of being in a building just rapping. And then I met Kanye and I played him my second song that I ever recorded. And he was like, "This shit is fire." Like he wasn't Kanye, Kanye yet. But he was. But he, he was, was on. He was, he was still Ye that was making shit happen. He was working on um, slow jams at the time. Wow. So I had went in the studio. So with what them. you saying is you done put some dirt in? Yeah, I was out. I was out here. I was. I used to hand out flyers. I was on the streets. Here. Okay, I, I definitely did that. We you got stories I mean? about handing out flyers. I worked for Bad Boy. Um, I worked for Slip and Slide. I wasn't barely getting. Sorry, I gotta tell this part of the story, but my so, checks was bouncing. So, so you was working with Trick, and uh, Trick was them checks was bouncing over there. Well, see, by the time I got over there, I was in college. Trick wasn't really he. I don't even really think he was messing with. I think Plies was over there. He was bringing in all the money at the time. Mm. It was really just Plies, and I think they were getting sued at the time by TVT. So that's why it wasn't no money over there. But um, I stopped doing that, and then I just started going in. I signed to DJ Envy and Red Cafe, and that was my first, like, real deal. And I was on, like, Hottest in the Hood. I did. I was on Fab's album. I did a bunch of stuff. Did and you then, do any of the classic Smack DVDs or Poke DVD or, um, or, or You know what? I was on the Cocaine City DVD. Was I ever on Smack? <laughs> you know what Cocaine City DVD was, right? Yeah. That was French Montana shit. So I that's how I knew French and all of them. I know all of them since I was like 16 years old. Did you know Jada Kiss and shit in the whole life? Yeah, Kiss is like my brother. You know, I ran the Juices for Life with, um, worked with Styles and them. Like every, I, like I have really deep relationships. You, you see why we're going to inducted to the bull. <laughs> I have really deep relationships with a lot of artists. So they've been seeing me grinding since I was a kid. Okay. And like they always just kind of put me under the wing. So that was always dope. And then I, you know, I made a deal with the devil. I went and did love and hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, before the madness, I'll say it was before the Atlanta franchise. It was season three of New York. And this was right when they got rid of Chrissy and everybody and they started over fresh. So they told me, you know, we trying to focus on just women entrepreneurs. And, you know, <laughs> I fell for it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, somebody tried to throw a drink at me or tried to fight me. A wait, wait, times. who the fuck threw a drink at you? Oh, well, Erica Mina tried to throw a drink at me, but she ended up hitting one of the producers. So um, that happened there. I don't really like talking about those people because I feel like they bring bad energy. 
Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> it sounds like bad energy when you get a drink through it. That's the only thing ain't happened. I've been booed. I done had like food thrown at me. I've never had a drink thrown at me. I feel like that's I feel like that's part of the rules on love and hip hop. Like if you go on love and hip hop, you gotta throw a drink or whatever the case. So okay. that's usually how it goes. That's that sounds very R and B ish. Yeah, I mean once you throw put your hands on somebody, I don't know about other people's contract, but in mine, it was basically like if I physically assaulted somebody, I would have to owe them back everything I made off of the show. Now, when I first started working with them, it oh, wasn't wow. like that. Oh, wow. That's, that's definitely a clause. I yeah. Think. It wasn't like that for me at first, but they had this um, cast member that came to them and told them I was in a gang. So I used to be down with a label that was like a lot of guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always had a lot of guys around me, so they used that again. You me. said that one day that you, when you go places, it'd be like 30 niggas there, mm -hmm. and they'd be like walking behind you for your shows. And yeah, yeah. They, like, it got to the point where it was just like I was like a nigga, like a male rapper. You see how he come with his entourage? That's how it was. But I feel like they tried to violate so much during that show that you had to kind of roll like that. Like, yeah. that's why Jim Jones pressed all those people and... You know, he had problems with them or why Fab never wanted to do the show. Like, Cam was only, like, one half a foot in. Like, real, I, don't, I feel like if you're a real nigga, you shouldn't do loving hip-hop. I, I, you know, I think the real nigga car gets pulled so much on niggas when they own loving hip-hop. So yeah, I and I do feel like niggas end up in jail and stuff like that. You got to be careful. Like, I don't know what they yeah, got Yeah, I can't go to on. jail. Not this yeah. year. I can't go to jail. So, you, you met your, your host, Wax. How did you meet him? Okay, so with Wax, um, it was actually BT Awards 2012, I believe. It was 2012. Out in L.A. And out in L.A. And okay. me and Angela had been good friends for a while at this point. This is... Angela Yee. Okay, okay. So um, I was with Angela Yee, and Wax is actually a really good friend of Charlemagne. So like Charlemagne I said, we, okay. com we com uh, combined the two shows and made it more like our style and that's how our podcast came so when i first met wax um he was just charlemagne's friend to me i uh was in la a lot so i had a car out there and everything so i went to go pick them up like i picked them up from the hotel and we was going to a party at nobu it was uh melanie fiona she okay. when it kills me was popping this was okay. the first year of the rock nation brunch like this is this is how okay. long ago this is. The long, this is this is the beginning of, of all the shit we see him right now. Right. So Uber's not there's no Uber. So you know what I mean? Maybe it is, but it's like not niggas ain't fucking with niggas it. Niggas like ain't that. On, My yeah. wife was trying to get me on Uber and I was just like, So you mean to tell me a nigga gonna show up and pick me up? It was weird. I was still a nigga. I it couldn't was weird. I, she was like, Why didn't you just Uber? And let me tell you something. Remember when Lyft in LA had the big pink mustaches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the big pink mustaches on the front of the car. Nobody wasn't getting in that. I wasn't getting in that. That's I, what I'm I saying. I thought it was some food delivery shit. Like you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I had to come scoop my peoples. Like I had the dope little bins. I came and picked them up. So we go, we go to Nobu or whatever. We meet up with Mike Kaiser, a bunch of people. Now, this is right after the Heat win the championship. Le now, there was LeBron, Chris LeBron, Bosh. Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade. Now, remember the picture of Chris Bosh where he had the champagne and he kind of was like... Letting the shit hit him in the face? Right. And what was people saying about Chris Bosh uh, around that Chris time? Was gay. Chris Bosh was gay. Okay, I mean, perfect. still say that. Thank you. Okay. So now we're. And then Charlemagne called and he got about the, the, the shit. Several times. Okay. So we're in the party. I'm walking by. Charlemagne's talking to somebody. Wax is standing next to him. Charlemagne stops me. He goes, Yo, Lo, tell me what you think. I'm going to give you a name of a person. You tell me the first word you think. I said, Okay. He says, Chris Bosch. 
naturally, I say. Gay. Okay. And you know me. Okay. So I say it, and I'm about to keep walking. So he starts laughing. He's like, ha ha, I told you. And then Wax grabs me, the stranger who I just met hour ago, maybe. Right. He grabs and he goes, yo, did you hear what she just said? And it was a white woman that he was talking to. And I was like, she what? Who? And he was like, the girl that, that Charlemagne was just talking to, did you hear what she said? And I was like, no, what? He was like, she called you a bitch. Oh, wait, hold on. Coco! What's, Hi! It's fresh from the quarantine. What's that, man? <laughs> Look at Nurse Coco. <laughs> hey. Ooh, oh, shit. I miss, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, hold on. We're going to toast this thing on up. We're going to toast this thing up. <laughs> Hey, uh, we gonna party like rock stars. Let's go. We gonna fuck like porn stars. Let's go. And we gonna come like shooting stars. Everybody, Whoa. right now, that's right there. Go ahead and toast this on up. I never heard Go that on part. and light up. Oh yeah, this this for the podcast. They, okay. they 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 know what they're doing. Uh huh. Shooting stars. Let's go. Who? All right. Okay, that's what you want to do with that. Tastes good, don't it? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Tastes good. Yeah. So. So yeah. The so, white woman randomly called you a bitch. So, of course, me being the hothead that I was at the time, yeah. I've grown, you know. That this That's was growth. This, eight this, years ago, yeah. you know. So, I turned around and I walked up to her and I said, you called me a bitch? Mm. So, she's she's looking shocked as a mother. Because she's not confrontational. Yeah, not probably, right? Yeah. I don't know this woman, so I don't know. So, she's looking like, and I was like, something, 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 bitch. Like, I, whatever I yeah. said. You put the bitch on the back. I, on. You know me. I it blacked was, out a little bit. It was bitchalisms. I was just like, it was don't like, call me a bitch for I act like a bitch, bitch. Something like that. Yeah. For I got to get to acting like a bitch, right? Courtney had to stop me yesterday on Instagram going off on a nigga yelling and shit, ready to whoop a nigga. You get what I'm saying? Slap a nigga through the phone. I, I had my moments. That was my first Instagram yelling confrontation. So that's... that's it that's, got crazy. Yeah. So I, so I walk off. Mm-hmm. Now she's going ballistic. She yeah. goes to one of her friends now. They go to Kaiser and Angela Yee gets involved and shot. And it's a big thing now, right? Because you done called her a bitch. I, she done called me a bitch. But you done got back. I with done her. got in her face though. Yeah, like yeah. I came in her face, like, bitch, what's up? I'ma be the bitch you want me to be. Yeah. Right? I am that bitch. I'm the bitch. I'm that bitch, right? Right. So okay, in the midst of that, Buster Rhymes walks in. This is random. It was no boo. She she brought it out. So it was all artists right. coming in there. At the time, Charlemagne had this Busta Rhymes. And, Char- and this is at the time, late, I'm going to add on to this right mm-hmm. now. I'm going to send you this, this clip of pull up. Me and Busta are roasting at the, 12, at the 2012 uh, BT Awards. Okay. He, this is when I just realized he was getting fat. Yeah. He was, it was, I was like, you, you really fat. Busta, what's going the fuck on? So keep going. This must have been, this had to been the time, the day before that. Right. Because let me tell you, he was big at the time. Right. So Charlemagne had this segment and it was called the freezer. And it was like, when you was whack and washed up, he would put you in the freezer. Mm. He just the week before had put Buster Rhymes in the freezer. Trying to save him. Yeah, but no, saying like he's cold, ice cold, like he needs to get up out of here. Yeah. So I think he might have even been on the Look At Me Now record at the time or Mm -hmm. something. But he still was saying like freezer, right? He was trash. Busta Rhymes came up to Charlemagne. They got in a little scuffle. Wax got involved. It got nasty. We had to get up out of there, right? Okay, wait, wait. This wait. is all in Charlemagne's book, by the way. I understand. So this this fight, you telling me this happening. Yes. Uh, who started it? See, I don't know, because I'm still going at it with the white girl. You get what I'm saying? So, like, so it's, when you look up. It's drama it's, everywhere. It's, they swinging. It, it was more of a shoving. I wouldn't uh, say swinging. Okay, it was okay. like a shove, like a. Okay. Okay. 
okay. You know, like a shove. Gotcha. So, um, okay, so we end up getting up out of there because it just was too. So y'all wild. gotta leave now. Do you we, know where where y'all at? Like y'all at the whole? Is it SLS? Is this where is y'all at? So we staying at they staying at like a little boutique hotel that I was taking them to. I can't even remember where it was at the time, Probably but my car is parked right outside or valeted right outside. Uh-huh. But they're not too far. Let's say about like a. You know, everything in L.A. is 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. So it's probably like a 15 minute drive from where we are, cool. where they're staying. So um, we come out and I get in a the car. They get in a car. Now, Wax and Charlemagne sit in the back. Me and Yee are in the front. And next thing you know, Wax just starts laughing like a hearty laugh. So I'm like, what the fuck? What is this nigga laughing at? He goes, that girl didn't really call you a bitch. Wait, wait. Now, mind you, I don't even know this nigga, right? <laughs> I don't even know this nigga. And at this time, I think I just was on Love & Hip Hop. So, like, you know, niggas in there knew who the fuck I was. So, even me having that so blow So, it was up, really like you was already in that mode of, like, I pop off at any moment. You get what and I'm so saying? so, he gassed you up to pop off. Pretty much. Now, mind you, Ye is who she is at the time. They're both Breakfast Club, obviously, even though this is eight years ago. So it's probably only been on two years at this point. But they still get some traction. But there's still people know who they are. So to me, he's like, this is just a security, nigga. How dare you even be talking or getting involved into some shit? Your job is to secure, nigga. Yeah. You starting shit. So I went. When I tell you I lost my mind on him, I was like, yo. And at that time, that's when I really had, I had 100 niggas in L.A., I had 100 niggas in New York. And I was like, listen, I said, I'm going to have a whole motherfucking hotel surrounded, nigga. Like, I went up on a nigga. Like, we start arguing in the car. And I was really about to, I turned around like I was about to have to spin on it because he started with the bitch. Da, 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 da. So he started oh, yeah. with the shit. He let you know right off Hey, bitch, let me tell you. You get an yeah. FYI, it's Charlemagne's birthday. I forgot to add that. It's his birthday. I said, yo, I pulled over. I said, get the fuck out of my car. Get the fuck out. Okay. So people riding by seeing him said seeing him getting the fuck out of there. Get in the fuck out. Okay. Get in the fuck. When I tell you, I'm like, get the fuck out of my car. What is Charlemagne doing? So Charlemagne is like, cause he knows I'm like, could go. If I if you make me mad, I just will flip. So he knew, but he never seen me like that. I'm talking about Envy was calling me, trying to calm me down. They like, yo, just mm-hmm. let them get back in the car. Da da da. I was like, fuck those niggas. I was yeah. like, Charlemagne, happy birthday. Get the fuck out. So, so so wait so y'all on the freeway in LA and you put get him get the fuck up out of so here. So what you ain't put ye out though? Hell no. Cause me and her went to the club after that. It was fucking BET okay, Awards so wait, weekend. Wait, 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 wait. So you, I, we were going to the so club. So you real life left them. Like no, it, no, no, it, it, no, no. it wasn't like I'm about to leave. No, you. no, no, no. Get out. It was I like. Get- Get out the car. I wanted to fight. Wax is big. If anybody knows, Wax is like some big black ass, big ass, brolic ass nigga. And I wanted to fight Wax. I'm dead serious because I was like, this is my career you're fucking with. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you did all of that. Yeah, the drink, yeah. the drinks probably had already been flowing. So. Listen, now, mind you, like I said, it's Charlemagne's birthday weekend. So we were going to Miami maybe like two days after that. And who- same crew. Same crew. No, first we were going to where he grew, where Charlemagne grew. We was in uh, Charleston. We went to South Carolina, and we did a party there. Oh, y'all did a party there. Then after from South Carolina, we were going to Miami. You'll never believe what the fuck they did to me. Okay, so after you put them out, what did they do to you in Miami? Okay, so we go to Charleston. We go to the whatever. So y'all made up? No. 
No, they got the fuck out. Charlemagne was already my boy. He knew his nigga did some fucked up shit. So, so that was just you it. and your nigga get the fuck on. I, I fuck get with the you, fuck out of here. I'm still going to his birthday party, Charlemagne. You ain't that. You ain't that type. Of because it don't have nothing to do with you. I know it's your boy that was the dickhead. That's why both of y'all got to get out. That, but you got to go because you brung the nigga, right? Right. Tell me why when we go to Charlotte they put me. They all go to the airport to go to Miami from from South Carolina, and. I'm left with on my flights a little later because I think the other one was sold out. Why the fuck they make Wax drive me to the airport? Mm. Now, mind you, I don't like this nigga. I done cursed him out, said I was going to get niggas to beat him up. On oh, God, it's like 102 degrees this day. We rushing to get to the airport. He picks me up in a Maserati, right? I'm like, oh, this bum-ass nigga got a little Maserati. Okay. You know what I mean? I get in the car whatever. On oh, God, we go from going like 75 miles per hour to 60, to 50, to 15. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, oh, I think something's wrong with the car. Now, mind you, we're not speaking the whole motherfucking ride. It's literally like this. Okay. I look over, my nigga, the gas was on E. And he was taking you to the airport with low the gas. The nigga ran out of gas. In a Maserati. 102 degrees outside. In, in Charles- a Maserati. In Charleston. Now, if you know anything about Wax, he only wears Tim's. He owns a chicken farm. He wears white tees and jeans all year long and maybe a hoodie over it. And the same New Jersey hat. Like, this is his Tim's everywhere, on the beach, everything. Mm -hmm. He's trying to push a Maserati in 102-degree weather with Tim's on by himself down the highway. Yeah. And guess what I was doing? Looking. Drinking my water. (laughs) Sitting inside because this nigga. I wasn't even going to stare. Okay. So then some white man came with a truck and he helped push him and he took him. He took us to the gas station. I missed my flight. I fucking hated Wax's guts. That's the moral of the story. So you missed the Miami flight. With, I missed the Miami flight. So did you ever get up with Charlemagne and you? For I ended weekend? up getting up with them. I was like, I missed the whole day. And you know how it is. You want to be in a day and Miami is the day. The day. And then you get there at night. It's time to go to the club. Yeah, nigga, that's nigga it. Live. I that's hated it. this nigga. I'm talking about, I would see him for like after that, maybe like two years and act like he just didn't even exist. Like mm-hmm. I would walk right past him. And one day, man, I always say this. We bring people together. We bring people together. Cause we was in Atlanta one time. I ain't had no weed. He had the weed. He had the weed. The herb that heals all nations. And when we come back, we got a great story about how hmm, a lot of other shit happened that you don't know about. <laughs> More to come right here. Did you miss me podcast star L'Oreal? Hey, man, it's the podcast. Yeah. Did you miss me? We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Yo, to the best podcast in the whole wide world, best storytellers. We want to give you this right here. An award. Award for being the best fans that we got. Come on over to Patreon.com backslash did you miss me podcast and make sure you support us join us over there as well as huh get all the new merchandise we got did you miss me podcast.com new merchandise you see it you see it take it in bitches we all up in this thing exclusive content only on patreon.com we black owned all right and we back up in this thing. Yes. Oh, uh, took a little extended smoke break. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. Is that why you have shades on? Yeah, because. Pussy. Now, because when you get <laughs> so hot, when you get so hot, you start thinking. Everybody, I can't see. I'm thinking about too much. But these block it out. It's like I'm riding behind tent and then I can just keep cruising. Because I know it's, I'm driving. Okay. I always look I'm at it like. Yeah, you look high. Okay. 
Um, I always look at it like I have big eyes. I've always had big eyes. So, like, when I get high, my eyes just get medium size. So, yeah, like regular people. So, I'm just okay right now. I'm I'm full. I'm Asian right now. Usually, I wear glasses, you know, in the morning because, like, I don't have time to do my makeup. I thought she was just being cool when I realized it was like I'm high. Okay. Yeah, it'd be I'm high and I don't have time to do my makeup in the morning. So, I just throw it on. Or I'll get a makeup artist to come in, but then they distract me from working sometimes. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be all right. <laughs> all right, I'm high. Guys don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Y'all lucky. Does everybody know I'm high? They know I'm high. Everybody and knows I'm you're high. For two breaks, I'm like, they know I'm high. Fuck I think I'm everybody high. definitely knows you're high. One day you came and I think you were drunk. Oh, yeah, I was drunk. Yeah, and we, we said you were drunk. Yeah, you were drunk. <laughs> it was a great day, though. I don't remember, but I remember you were drunk. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I told him. I told Jordan. I said, I'm fucked up, bro. He was like, you here? See, I think drinking at work should be something you can do as long as you can function. But, um, you know, there's rules for stuff like that. So we can't just be drinking there all day. Well, you know, they can't know we drinking there all day. They but, can't know you're drinking there all day. I, I, I'm going to tell you, the first, <laughs> the first week, you can, you can ask Courtney. I was fucked up. That was the only way I was going to work. I was like, bro, I can't go. I was too scared. I was so scared I was going to oversleep. I was like, I was You were so up. scared you was going to oversleep that you drank. Yep. Then, <laughs> then one day, one day in particular, which we talked about on the podcast. Okay. It was over the break. I got fucked up. I was like, okay, I got to make it from the Airbnb mm-hmm. to the job. I'm not going to make it because I'm drunk and it's 2.30. Fuck it. I'm going to the job at 2.45. Okay. I'm going to sit there until 4.45, 5 o'clock, get my shit together, and then we're going to do the show, and then I'm going to go back to the Airbnb and go to sleep. I'm no. that bitch. Out of there. No, I couldn't have did that. There. I'm sorry. Watch this. Door opens up. I think it's Hollywood. It's Ricky. Ricky Smiley. Ricky come in that bitch. He drunk. <laughs> what time is he? Did he come it's, in? It, it's got to be like 345. Oh, my God. He come in from the boat. He been fishing all night. He say, ah, oh shit. Young blood. That's dedication. He <laughs> drunk like I'm drunk. Come on, let's get some coffee. Nigga, mm-hmm. baby, some coffee. We talked for like damn near three hours, nigga. We talked all the way till y'all came in. That nigga left. And then me and Ricky been cool ever since then. Because I told him, I was like, Ricky, I'm fucked up, bro. I said, I'm so fucked up. If I go to sleep, I'm going to be asleep till tomorrow. He was like, it's good. You, this ain't the first time this happened for me. I've been drunk plenty of days. And nigga, we did the whole day. I honestly think that doing the morning show when you're drunk or hungover is pretty much one of the hardest things that I've had to do in my life. I went to Dallas. You know that. I went to go do a visit. And I was with Tammy. And she. Shout out to 97.9 The Beat and Tammy. Shout, the shout out to 97.9 The Beat. They definitely took care of me out there. I love Dallas. But um, I didn't know that they were the squad like they get down so like I went to go meet them for dinner and Tammy was like yeah let's just drink get the drinks get the drinks when I tell you like I had to be up for work three hours after I think we kept drinking because it's a time difference yeah. it's an hour difference and when I tell you I was in there so I was 
fucked up. I, I don't even that. know how I made it to work. And then everybody kept saying to me the next day, like, oh, you hung out with Tammy? I could have told you you was going to be fucked up today. But everybody told me after. Nobody told me before. So I'm talking about everybody in the station. They was bringing me. I had Pepsi, ginger ale, water, apple juice, a sandwich, hash browns. Somebody came and brought me weed. <laughs> Shout out to Eva. That ain't going to stop. <laughs> Nothing. I was fucked up. They brought me Tylenol, Advil. I took everything and I was just, I was out of it. That shit is miserable. Like being hungover and I'm like, I have the weakest stomach. Like, come on. Like, you I kept running to that bathroom on the air. You was like, hey, I got I throw, yeah, I throw up. I, I have, go. I, I think I can't do it. I, I be right throwing up. I can't do it. I'll be throwing up. One time I spent the whole time, I was uh, flying from Paris to New York. I spent the whole entire time in the bathroom throwing up because I was hungover from being out. And I, the crazy thing is, we were gone for a week and a half. I didn't go to no clubs. The night before we were coming back, I decided to go to a club. I got so fucked up. They almost didn't let me fly. They moved my seat to buy the bathroom. I'm talking about, you know how dirty the airport bath, airplane oh. bathrooms are. I had my fucking head on. Yes. Hey, listen. Yuck. If you remember, if you go back, I think <laughs> it might be episode 70 or 75. I'm telling you about me being naked in the airport, in the airplane bathroom. No. So what I, you can go back and look at the story. I find it out and I make sure I tag it. I had an editor tag it. So what happens this time is <laughs> we in Chicago, me and my boy Damn Food that do the show with us. Okay. We're taping a TV show. All right. We're only there for two days. All right. I tape a day, he tape a day. But mm-hmm. they put us up for two days in the hotel, cover all our expenses. Mm-hmm. So what we decide to do is we decide that we're going to hook up with the local dude from Chicago. Okay. Who's an edible maker. He makes edible cookies. He gives us shit the whole weekend. We don't eat it because we smoking doing the show. We ain't tripping and drinking. Right. We get ready to leave to get on a plane. We're on the same flight. We say on the way to the airport, the edibles in the bag. We drunk. We don't give a fuck. I get to the airport. I got a whole half a bottle of liquor left. So we start drinking that shit. No. Right. That edibles and liquor don't So we get it don't mix. We get in the line. To go to clear to get clear because we don't yeah clear. I got clear even shout out shout out to clear shout out to clear <laughs> even though it's is clear it's still a lot of people in the line right we almost to the security checkpoint I reach in my pocket I got gummies a brownie and four cookies so we say you know what I'm not throwing this away we're gonna eat this shit what why did you just bring it with you here's the thing. I think we was fucked up and we panicked on some paranoia. No. So we start eating it. And then there was a girl in line. She was like, oh, my God, I can smell it. Is that is that a weed, Brian? I said, yeah. We gave the girl one. I eat everything. I get through. Soon as I get through checkpoint, I'm blasted. I'm sure. I'm blasted. I go get me a smoothie. Bad decision. And so for the whole flight from Chicago to L.A., okay. I'm in the bathroom. Shit, throwing up. Throwing up. For sure. Throwing up. Then I'm just naked in the bathroom. Don't want to put no clothes on. Because you're hot as hell. You're sweating. I'm out of there. Yeah. I'm baking. So, dog, like I say this to say, I understand what you, go, what you went through with that. And I remember that day in particular, and I was like, yeah, she out of there. And there's something about being on the plane and taking edibles, because I've taken an edible, gotten on a plane, and, like, fell asleep and woke up full of sweat and, like, started screaming, land the plane, and felt, like, really, like, 
claustrophobic. So, I, I've it's, heard some stories so far where yeah. a lot of times when you black out, you wake up and start yelling, fighting. Yeah, it's something, but it's really something like about the plain and edibles. This is another time I took an edible from my homegirl, Claudia Jordan, and um, I guess somebody sent them to her in the mail, but she didn't tell me this. At the time, she was just like, I have edibles. So that day I didn't eat. We were headed to Benihana's, and we started drinking. I was drinking, and I took half of the edible. We get to Benihana's. I'm fine. I order another drink. We're at the table. They're cooking. And out of nowhere, I started feeling like, you know, the blade things that they be cooking with and like doing the tricks with. I started feeling like he was about to throw it at me. So I felt like it was getting too close. Yeah, I started getting paranoid. So I was like, yo, what is going on? I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm hot. So they're like, no, you don't look hot. So I'm like, what does look hot is? Like, what is <laughs> You get what I'm saying? And I'm dying. Like, when I tell you the next thing you know, sweat starts pouring down my face. So I looked and I rode there with Claudia. I parked at her house. And she's looking at me and she's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, this bitch is trying to kill me. That I felt like everyone in the restaurant was trying to kill me. I think, I think on the cool, Claudia has been in Hollywood so long and so much date rape drugs. No, here's the thing. She didn't take one. She didn't take one. She gave it to me. Like, and I was all hype. Like, oh, give me one. I'll take it. But I didn't. But then while we're sitting at the thing, she's like, girl, she was like, I was fucked up like that before. She was like, and these I haven't even tried. They just sent it to me in the mail. As soon as she said that, it was like a switch in my mind. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So we start walking out. I kid you not. When I'm walking, it's like I'm moving in diagonal, whatever. Next thing you know, I was on the fucking ground. I fell. I passed out. I opened my eyes and there was a cop over me. So me being paranoid, obviously, from the weed or the edible, I like jump up and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just dehydrated thinking I'm gonna go to jail for being high. You know what I mean? So I just, I was like, I'm dehydrated. Something just happened. I don't know. I just need to go home. So then she put me, like, I went in Claudia's car, and I'm just like, the whole time, I'm like, yo, this bitch is about to chop me up. Like, I, this is what I was, I was so, but then I finally wore off, and, like, you, edibles is crazy. One time I had a guy crying in my bosom, like, please call the hospital, like, off of edibles. Like, you got to be careful if you don't know your dosage. I had just met him. He works with a friend of mine. He's very like a, a square. Like he wears suits and stuff like that. So we all went out. We went drinking. I had edibles. I gave him out. And he was like, oh, this is nothing. You know, I live in L.A. Yo, he ate more. He was like, I'm going to take more. Da, da, da. Taking shots. Da, da, da. Next thing you know, when I tell you, he was like, hold me. And I'm like, and I did not even know, like literally crying. Like, I need help. Like, please call 911. And, like, we had to, like, get rid of him. <laughs> hey, bro, that's tough. That's tough. You talking about Claudia? Me, me? Okay, so me, Claudia. She drugged you too? Nah. She <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I, I drugged so myself me, too. Claudia, uh, Annie, uh -huh. my wife, Courtney. Okay. We, and, okay, Tom Joyner. Uh, 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 uh oh. Nigga. <laughs> uh, uh, exactly. Nigga <laughs> Tom Jenner could drink. Let me tell you something. Tom Jenner is a goddamn fish. Tequila, I, 1942. I, 19 <laughs> That's what he drank. I'm out of there. I'm out of yes. there. Yes. Hey, man. Courtney found me on the, on the cruise ship. They went gambling and shit. Claudia, Courtney, and Annie, they all gambling. They look like uh, Destiny's Child, the light skinned version. <laughs> gambling. I'm walk up. 
My pants is down here. No. I'm, no. I'm talking. Listen, I'm the people on the cruise ship that's got to stay on the cruise ship. Uh huh. You gonna have to get him out of here because this nigga out of control. No. I'm, out, I'm talking shit. I'm low, big low. <laughs> Want to fight? I'm low. <laughs> I'm talking shit to women. I'm I'm so I'm so 1995 Bobby Brown. I'm out of there. Uh, ownership is Jennifer Lewis. You know the mother. Yeah, of we love Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis and I we hosted a concert at about three o'clock in the daytime. I leave out of there. She said, "Young man, you are very attractive, young man." Uh oh. I, I ain't thinking about this shit. Right, bro. Get to the later on part. The liquor in my system, I'm full. I'm walking down the hallway mm -hmm. on a ship on a cruise ship. You would know it's when they say close quarters. It's close quarters. You right. can't really walk by. Right. I'm trying to squeeze by. She says, "Ooh, young man, what I wouldn't do to you." I say, "Hey, this this dick will make you crazy." No. Was like, really, really would it? But she had people behind her. They was like, "I can't believe he said that." I was like, "Yeah, bitch, I said it. You hear what she said to me?" So we going back and forth, laughing and talking. Me and Jeff because we both fucked up. And we ended up walking off. And she walked off another way. And I was like, I told Courtney, I said, yeah, I told Jennifer Lewis she couldn't get this dick at all. <laughs> she was like, this nigga is out of control. Yo. They put me in the cabin, bro. The next day, I was like, God damn, I can't believe I was out here tripping like that. Uh, listen, I've quit drinking liquor a lot of times. How many times you quit? Oh, man. If I could, maybe like 52. <laughs> when you get to college, you don't stop drinking liquor. You learn to control and understand your limits. So this is for anybody I'm not going to be unrealistic and think you're not going to drink. Know your limits. Listen. Drink water. Hydrate yourself. It's Don't the water. Drink bullshit and do not mix liquor with other juices. It's so soda. weird because he just gave me cognac and tequila. But that was, as he that tells was us. Courtney did that. She, she slid it on us. She got us both. She tried to because I drink. He's shit. telling you not to do it, but look. Yeah, we did. But it's like, no, I've definitely had a lot of really drunk moments. Party moments yeah so, I'm, so have you like ever been with some guys and like wanted to change your like how you felt about them or got in question and oh yeah definitely like one time I uh, went out on a date with this guy he was trying to talk to me for several years and he was an entertainer yo to the best podcast in the whole wide world best storytellers we want to give you this right here an award award for being the best fans that we got come on over to patreon.com backslash did you miss me podcast and make sure you support us join us over there as well as huh get all the new merchandise we got did you miss me podcast.com new merchandise you see it you see it take it in bitches we all up in this thing exclusive content only on patreon.com we black owned no glasses on no glasses because mm -hmm. I, I should I'm, I'm better than that i should be able to handle this so you were telling us about how you got into a position where you had somebody you was dealing with and you had to start feeling like you needed to retract how you was dealing with said person. Right. Okay, so as I was saying, he took me out. First time we went out, it was fine. It was, it was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got all the way there. Okay. So now we were at the bar. It was a bar. And um, nobody was in there. So he was like, oh, you know. What's going on? He asked the bartender. He said, well, you know, we just opened, whatever, whatever. Cool. So he was like, we're going to go get something to eat and come back. He was like, it should be more going on. And he was like, yeah, the DJ comes, this, this, that, and the third. So I'm like, okay, cool. Right. We go eat. 
Everything's fine. The food is good. We come back to the spot. Now, when we come back to the spot, I swear it's packed. Like, it couldn't have been. It's wall to wall. It's, I'm not going to say wall to wall, but it was a lot of people in there. Like, I would say almost every stool was full, whatever, whatever. I think he found one and, like, stood up next to me. Right. So as we're there, whatever, the bartender comes and he's like, it's a different bartender now. And he's like, you know, what can I get you? So I order my drink. He orders his drink. The bartender's a gay white man. Right. Didn't think nothing of it. So time is passing. We're talking and I'm talking, talking. And I look this way and I'm like, because you know how you see something out like the corner of your eye. That peripheral game. You start your senses start coming in. You get what I'm saying? What you see. So I turn and I look to the side and it's a big ass screen, like almost like a movie screen. And it had like an old time, like black and white looking video on it. And when I looked, I seen like a, a penis. It was a dick. So I'm like, maybe I'm tripping. Like, you know what I mean? So that's why I had to turn back and look again. In the city of New York. It's a dick. So I'm like, all right. So I see one man, I see two. I see two men, I see three. So I'm like, why is it three dicks and a pee? Well, uh, two men and a pee and three. Well, you know what I'm saying? So either way, I'm like, so I turn and look at it. I'm like, all right, maybe I just looked at the wrong part of the movie. You know what I mean? So I look back up, whatever. I'm talking to him. We're talking. Everything's fine. Then I like, I hear this whistle. It's like, do. And then I just hear this music come on. It's like ding, 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 ding. And the bartender jumps on top of the bar and rips his pants off, right? So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, further down the bar, there's another guy. And he's, like, with a hat on, like, ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, okay. Yo, I turn around and look back at the screen. The three men are now fucking. So I'm like, hold the fuck up. So I start looking around. Oh, my God. It's mad gay men in the spot. So I'm like, yo. (laughs) And the guy you're with is doing what? He's just standing there talking to me like he doesn't notice anything. And the crazy thing is, like, he's a he would be somebody that you would recognize. Like, especially at that time, like, it was just like. It was weird. So I'm like, yo, he's just sitting here mad, calm, and cool. And, like, I feel like we're in a gay bar. Maybe I'm crazy, but, like, like there was a couple other women in there, but, like, not for real. Like, maybe, like, speckled. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So then I turned and I looked at him, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, do you notice anything? And he's like, notice what? And I'm like, is this a gay bar? And he was like, why would it be a gay bar? So I'm like, uh, the porn on the TV, the gay waiter, the fucking gay men around us. And he was like, oh, my God, I didn't even notice that shit. I was like, didn't you say this is one of your favorite places? He was like, well, I haven't been here in a while. But he was like, I mean, we could leave if you want. Do you want to get another drink before we go? And I was like, oh, my God. Whoa. I'm like, is he trying to tell? Like. What do you think? Because I'm really still confused to this day. Do you feel like he was trying to tell me something or did he genuinely make a mistake? And like, because Wax, like my co-host from Bolina Beast, he always teases me and says that like my gaydar is off and I'm just like fucked in the head over like my gaydar. And if you're a woman and you're watching this and your gaydar is off, 
and you feel like you need somebody to help you get your gaydar back on track, give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. Just so he was gay? Over there to her. So, uh, so he was gay. Uh, yeah. Well, listen. Here's the thing. It's 2020. We don't well, at the time, it wasn't 2020. Now it is. Right. So with the climate being what it is now, you know what we say? Hey, it's a lot of stuff we may not fully understand. But what we can tell you is, is that uh, if somebody was just solely interested in getting somebody over there to you, <laughs> not nobody else, they would have got their ass up out of there. Hey, man, as soon as a dick was on the TV that wasn't mine, I'm out of there. I don't think he saw it. As a nigga take his shirt off, God, just know about me. I'm out of there. Sometimes I thought he think it, he thought it was entertainment. I, you know what? I don't know. That's that's not my thing. That ain't my thing. And I don't. And there's some people that may not be their thing. And if that's your thing, that's fine. That ain't my thing. Uh, so we, the only reason I will say that maybe my gaydar is a bit off is because like it was another incident that I had uh, with like a different man and like. No, he's not, asshole. He's actually not. Where, he I can't say where he's from because that narrows it down too much. But he did grow up in L.A. I'll say that much. Like he. Um, uh, no, it's no problem. L.A. guys. He grew up in L.A. Um, uh, is what's new about this? Continue. <laughs> so it, this one is fairly short. Like uh, I was going out. I went to L.A. for the Grammys, and um, I was staying. <laughs> I was staying with a friend, one of my best friends, and um, she, me and her were in the car with another friend of mine. So it was me, my friend Joelle, and then our other friend, Lamaya, and she's um, married to Eric Bellinger. She's uh, sisters of Megan Good. Yeah. The three of us were in a group together back in the day. <laughs> and it the group like was called Beretta Nine, right? And we decided she was in a group. It was called ISIS. But then we made a group outside of that. And um, obviously, I was a rapper. The group at the time I was a rapper. And um, Lamaya was singing. Joelle was singing. Either way, like we've been super close for years because of that, and even before that, obviously. So. Um, Whatever, I'm out in L.A., and I'm in the car with them two and then another girl that I had never met before. And, like, on my way to L.A., I had texted the guy because we've been seeing each other. Mm -hmm. And I text him, and I'm like, listen, I'm on my way to L.A. I booked a last-minute flight. Um, I'm... I'm going to link up with him, basically. We just plan to link up. So everything is fine. I'm, you know, we've been dealing with each other for a couple years at this point. Like, on and off, you know, whatever. So, um, me, the three, four of us are going to the mall. And on the way from the mall, the girl is talking. And she's just like, yeah, you know, so-and-so. And she says his name. So now my, my ears is like this, right? Because she don't know, you know, she don't know what's going on. But my homegirl, Joelle, she knows. So she's like, um, yeah, you know, I heard homeboy last night got caught out there. He fucked so-and-so's boyfriend. And the, the boyfriend walked in on him. And they had a threesome. So basically, she was saying that the guy that I was dating and two other men had a threesome. 
and that the guy that came last tried to fight him because I guess the boyfriend had something and him had something on the side. So she's telling this story about him. She was like, yo, I can, I never would believe that he was gay. And, you know, when I found this out, I thought it was crazy, but so-and-so went to jail and this is that. And the meanwhile, the whole time she's telling the story, my little heart is just like breaking. <laughs> It's breaking into 10. Like, ass is getting broke into 10. Yeah, I didn't know. And I just like, at at that point, I felt like maybe wax is a little right. Yeah, I I thought. And signed to a label of a prominent person who was heavy in Hollywood. I've never said none of this to no. I'm not saying yes or no to anything. Well, you know, it's a lot of people, you know. I don't know. It was just so crazy because I'm like, I would have never. In a trillion years, no, I would have never thought. That's how Hollywood is, man. You know, it's a lot of people out there trying to keep up with the Joneses. So we we continue the story. Um, and if you're gay, it's okay. Just don't like try to convince a straight woman that you're a straight man. But you can be gay if you want to be gay. But just be honest. Right. It's hard when you find out. I was talking to this girl when I was in school. Um, she was gay too? Uh, no, <laughs> she was just very, like, plain. But the plainness of who she was, like, not trying to be over the top with who she was, made her more appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the hardest part was we've been talking for a while. Okay. Uh, we, we out after a party, and my brain, hey, party's over. If you're going to come by my spot, I'm mm-hmm. She's stalling me, but I don't got no inclination of no dudes that she's fooling with. So I'm like, why are you stalling me on some, you know? Right. Whatever. So I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to IHOP to go eat with my frat brothers. You want to pull up? Y'all, you know, come by. She, I'm going to let you know I don't know what I'm doing yet. Then she gets me with the, my friend fucked up. I got to make sure she gets Ah, uh, okay. All right. Now, her roommate and me are cool. All right. So I go to eat with my frat brothers. I leave. I'm fucked up. So I'm just like, you know what? Her house is closer than my house. I'm going to stop by there. All right. I get to her house. I park outside. I come upstairs. I you were stalking her? No, no, no. No, I'm joking. Go I'm ahead. Legit, <laughs> I'm legit faded. So okay. I knock on the door. Her roommate comes, opens the door. I walk into the apartment. Now, the apartment is set up. It's four people stay there. Okay. This roommate is on her side. So it's like they got a bathroom that they share, and it's two suites. And then they got another bathroom on the other side, and two suites. They got a commons area in the apartment and a kitchen. Okay. I go into their side. I go right to the bathroom. I get in the shower. I'm fucked up. I come out the shower. I walk into her room mm-hmm. that I'm talking to. I walk in there. I get in the bed. The bed already small. It's two motherfuckers in the bed. It's two people in the bed. Who the are the people? Girl I talked to and a whole nother girl. The same girl that she said was fucked up. I'm fucked up, and I ain't still ain't thinking shit of it. I'm drunk. I'm in the bed. They both say, oh, he's drunk. I say, yeah, I am drunk. I roll over. I'm looking The three of y'all in a twin-size bed. Drunk as shit. Mm-hmm. About 4.30, 5 o'clock comes. I'm out of there. I'm snoring. I'm slobbing. I don't, I don't know what part of the bed I'm on. I'm, <laughs> I know I'm hanging. You don't know where you at. Mm-hmm. I'm just like my the, head, the room starts spinning. I get up. I go to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom for hella long trying to get my shit together. Okay. I come out the bathroom. 
they full-fledged going at it. And I'm like, okay, this is happening. I come to the bed. She's like, no, I don't know if I can do this with you here. I feel weird. Uh. I'm like, hey, I got the one thing nobody else got. <laughs> the chick that she fucking with don't even seem like she tripping. But the girl that I talked to was weirded out. I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to get up out of here. I grab my pants. I start walking. I get to all the way to my car. I grab my car, drive to my apartment. The girl calls me the next day. She was like, I just want to explain what was going on. I was like, oh, my God. I know what it is. Well, I nobody knows me like that. And you had to get up out of there. I had to get up out of there. Is that the only time you've been left for a, a woman? The crazy part is. What? Girl, More? After that, she comes back and starts trying to talk to me again. I start talking to a whole nother chick. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, hey, bitch, you just not yourself. I don't give a fuck. To you took my bitch. Hey, you, you ain't got to. Listen, you, it ain't my bitch. It's your bitch. It's our bitch. Whatever the fuck you Right. Do, just be who you are. For a whole three months, she's like mad that I'm not cool with her no more. Randomly, out, we out at a football game. I'm sitting in the stands. She walks up. She sits next to me. She's talking to somebody. That person leaves. And so she's sitting there. It's awkward. It's like, look, you know I'm over here sitting with somebody. Right. You come sit by me. You're not saying shit to me. People know that we know each other, but you're not talking to me. So now this shit is weird. So the girl that I'm with is like, so your homegirl, why she just staying up here? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> when the person called you out on it, you can't be like, I don't know completely. Right. So it's like, ah, fuck. I'm like, hey, man, you good? Well, I just haven't talked to you. Um, hi, nice to meet you. Uh, and the girl's looking at her. She looking at the girl. I look at the girl, and I look them dead in the eyes, and I said, did you miss me? God damn. <laughs> we took y'all ass around the world and dropped y'all ass off. You got a crazy episode with me and my good friend. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> Just throw that back up in there. Get up in there, because you got it about it there. Okay. You got it. I got it. There you go. Push it in. And, and you know, make sure to hold up. Wait till it snaps. Sounds good. <laughs> said. A crazy episode. Tell them where they can check your podcast. You can check my podcast on Spotify, iTunes, on um, Pandora, all the streaming services. Of course, um, Patreon, and also YouTube. Tell them on Patreon. Patreon I don't know. Bully and the Beast, I'm assuming. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that uh, We make sure y'all get over there Shout out to all the people that's fucking with us on Patreon We're going to get you the link so you can go over there and check them out Support them And man, if you don't listen to us And you you you, you need to uh, Cleveland, D.C., Cincinnati Dallas uh, 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 Philly Chicago, Philly um, Hey, Detroit. Baltimore, Detroit Wake up with us Morning Hustle you know, we out here. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah. My crib, Chattanooga. We'll be back next time. Okay, see. Oh, Tulsa. <laughs> Indy. <laughs> <laughs>